Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. I figured it out in my workout. I did. I was just calm. <laughs> Being calm is so unusual for me that uh, I didn't know what it felt like. You know what I mean? Without, like, drugs. <laughs> it's like, I was just calm this morning, man. I had a great morning. And I'm on my way to the gym. Y'all heard the life. You, you go back and listen to uh, Slipping Gears. Something about me and Slipping Gears. I was just calm. I'm like, dude, why? I'm like, why am I not like? You know, I don't, I don't have stuff to yell about right now. And I go to the gym and I'm working out. And I was like real focused. And I had a nice, good tempoed workout. I, you know, I'm sitting in the sauna. And I'm like, why is it so quiet here? Like, not in the sauna. And I'm like, wait a minute, it was my head. <laughs> my head's quiet. <laughs> so, I, uh, I, I gotta get used to this whole, like, not having anything angry or to be angry about thing. Uh, because it is not normal. Sorry, this half pound so hot. Damn, um, <laughs> breathing fire. Um, you see, there's that accent again. Um, totally unconscious, just happens. I have no control. But yeah, I'm just calm. I'm not rushing around. I'm gonna go get some milk and butter, raw milk. And, uh, I, I mean, I don't really have anything to talk about. I just didn't want you guys worried about me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, like, I'm driving home, I'm like, wait a minute, I, I feel real, this feels real nice. It's also very uncomfortable. It's like if you're not used to getting touched, and then you go and get a massage, it takes you a little bit to get, like, used to it, you know what I'm saying? I was talking to a friend the other day about that when I was telling him I was going to get a massage. He, like, didn't grow up with a whole lot of physical affection and does not like to be touched. And he's like, dude, I don't know how you, like, lay there and just let someone, like, dude, it's, I'm telling you, it's the best thing in the world. You got to go do it. So I imagine it'd be like him getting a massage. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> My brain's getting a massage and it's extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> you know? When you just live a certain life, you just get used to, like... Uh, being prepared for the next whatever. Like, Naval Ravikant was talking about that in his book that I've recommended to you guys many times, The Almanac of Naval Ravikant, aptly named. And uh, he was talking about it in his book, about how when you live, like, it takes high anxiety to be successful. It's just the way that it is. You've got to learn to operate at a high level of anxiety if you want to have like massive, massive success. It's just, it's just, it's the, the, the two go hand in hand. And anxiety isn't always bad because it usually, a good dosage of anxiety will force action. And something that I'm going to be working on over the next couple of years because I understand things don't happen in days or months. But something I'm going to be working on over the next couple of years is having a more organic and healthy source of motivation you know because anxiety drives nearly everything I do like yesterday I like cleaned the house and outside shopped like all within 45 minutes because I'm just so anxious to get the next tax task done get this one done move on to the next and I stopped in the kitchen yesterday in front of my wife and I just like okay 
took a deep breath. I'm like, I'm extremely agitated right now. And what happens is, is I get, I get tunnel vision and all I can see is the task at hand. Nothing else matters. So, you know, when I'm in that mode, I tend to neglect people, you know, like, like my wife, like, like my wife was trying to get Ada to give me a hug and I was just so focused on putting groceries right. I got to put the stuff away outside. I had to burn the cardboard. I got to do this. I got to do this. I gotta do this. I had to stop myself for a second, hug my kid, kiss my wife, you know what I mean? Like, calm down, you know? It's the, the dirty floor is not going anywhere. This isn't a competition. You're not going to get your house taken from you because the floor is dirty for five minutes longer. You know what I mean? So, I know many of you, if you're uh, high performers out there listening to me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, anxiety literally drives nearly everything that you do. And I think that's good for a season, you know, but, you know, Naval talks about this, like you've got to learn how to be happy, you know, because money, when, when all the money comes, you're just going to be anxious to make more, you know what I mean? I'm talking more career-wise anxiety right now, like when the money comes, you're, you're just going to want to make more. Like I've never, I didn't notice that I was any happier between a making 800000 a year and close to $2 million a year. My, my happiness didn't go up at all. In fact, I think my anxiety went up because you, you have more things to worry about, more taxes, more liabilities, more this, more that, you know, mornings. And then you're like, where did it all go? You know, where it's, where's this money? Was there a leak in here? You know, cause you got to spend money to make money. You know, and we're constantly reinvesting back into the businesses, you know, first line defense, getting this up off the ground and just a lot of different things, you know, with the other companies that we have and, um, it's not, you're, you're going to find very quickly that, listen to me, if you're like just now starting your business venture, I'm telling you, right, what the hell was that? This lady driving the car had like this big red cushion is the only thing I could explain it as on her head. That looked dangerous. Anyways, it's a Nissan Ultima, so that tells the whole story right there. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Listen to me, if you're trying to make money, is the point I'm trying to make to you now is that more money isn't gonna, now listen, money solves money problems, plain and simple. Money solves money problems and will alleviate the stress in those areas of your life, but it will not make you physically fitter, it will not make your relationship with your spouse better, it will not make you a better father or mother, it's not gonna make you a better friend, and a lot of times it can hurt those things if you mismanage so money will definitely solve money problems. And I think the reason why so many common people that win the lottery end up broke three years later, there's a couple reasons. You know, number one, they didn't earn it, so it's very easy to spend. Number two, they never had, they don't know how to work money. They don't know how to make money work. And that's why they're lower middle class or poor. Um, and number three, I don't remember where I was going. Oh, uh, Number three is they think that, okay, all of my problems are solved now because I have money and none of the inner work was done to get that multi-million dollar payout. And what happens is, is when you give somebody a multi-million dollar payout without going through the vicissitudes required to make money, they crush themselves. They mangle themselves. You know what I mean? They do terrible things with it, stupid things with it. <laughs> 
and then they wind up broker than they were before, way more debt, everything getting repoed three years later. It's a sad story. You should see like what happens to many lottery winners. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. They get crushed, man. You know, they just, because they don't know what they're doing. It's like going into the gym for the first, you've never been in the gym before, and you put 405 on the squat rack, and you take it up, if you can even lift it up off the bar, it's going to crush your spine and your knees, and your hips are going to come out through your shoulders like SpongeBob did when he fell off of something. I don't know. It was like that episode where he jumps off, and push gets pushed off something, he hits the ground, and his like, hip bones come out through his like the top of his head. <laughs> That's, that's what's going to happen. That's what happens to poor people when they win the lottery, man, because they don't know. They don't know that you should start a trust. They don't know that you should hire a tax attorney. They don't know that you should hire an attorney attorney. They don't know that you should... Come on, Edna. Just cut me off. You're old. I'll give you a pass. They don't know about all these things that you should be doing. You know? They don't know that, you know, these these people, they take the monthly payments and it's like, dude, you could you take the lump sum and invest it properly. Even in an index fund, you'd make 10 times your money. Anyways, it's just so silly. But the, the point of all this is, is that the anxiety that pushes you to be successful is good to a degree. But once you've had, like, you've got to determine what, what enough is enough. What is enough enough? You know, and you always have to be making money. You know what I mean? Like, you always have to, whether it's passively or or intentionally, like, actual expenditure of energy on your end, you always have to be making money. I don't think there's a... Yeah, I, I guess you could get to a certain point of wealth where, like, you literally never have to do anything. Again, you could just spend it every day and you still have it. But we're talking, like, massive, massive point zero 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 one percent of the population, if not lower. You know... You've got to learn, and, and here's the thing, is that when you are using this anxiety, you've got to manage it properly. I managed my performance anxiety, and I don't mean anxiety to perform, I mean anxiety that got me to perform, so it's different than what you probably think. i got to come up with a different phrase, because that one's already taken, but you, you, I mismanaged my anxiety for many, many years, and it led to a lot of different vices. It led to me doing things that I shouldn't have been doing to kind of numb, turn it off, you know, because I never learned how to turn it off. And even to this day, I struggle. Even to this day, I struggle. But I don't struggle like I used to, you know, because I have a much better understanding of it. So that's today's episode. Bingo. Love you guys. Let's get it. Peace.